Good afternoon, and welcome to this edition of the Richard Urban Show. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from a very snowy, historic Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Today's episode is, Is Mob Rule Taking Over the United States? I'd like to start with the reading from the words of Reverend Sun Myung Moon. This is from the Chun Sung Young, page 1202. When I came out of Danbury Prison, I prepared a situation where black and white, united through Jerry Falwell, centered on me. The thief on the right and the thief on the left were fighting with each other, but I united them. This is all restoration through indemnity. That is why during the 120 days, 3 times 4 is 12, following my release from Danbury, all of the world media had to determine their direction. During this period, I had to slap the American media on the cheek using the Washington Times. That is why I founded the magazine Insight and another monthly magazine, World and I. This latter magazine was made to involve professors from all over the world. I think people from the intellectual circles have already made their judgment concerning the Washington Post and the Washington Times. Let's look at this clip from today's Senate hearing in the United States Senate on election fraud. I want to say that right off the bat that I, I'm honored to represent the president. I, I was honored to get the call, but I'm not naive. One of the reasons I was called is because virtually every major law firm in this country and in this city refused to represent the president, not because of the lack of merit of his claims. We've certainly demonstrated there's merit, but because of the cancel culture, because of the environment that has been created by the left that has intimidated lawyers. So they can't be here. They're not here because from the giant law firms precisely because they were ordered by their management committees and others that you cannot take those cases. And the reason you cannot take those cases is because our clients or the Democrat Party or the incoming administration will remember that and they will hold it against you. That's a sad state of affairs. As a former judge, I was so incensed by that that I took the representation. That was the ultimate reason I took that representation. And, and I've heard a lot today about what went on afterwards as if as if these latest threats are coming from the right. Remember why and how this started after the election. We need to have faith in our court system. We have to acknowledge that the court system has been deeply intimidated by the left just as the lawyers have been intimidated. And that is a sad, sad state of affairs. Uh, and I so much appreciate, Senator, that you're holding these hearings because otherwise, as we're finding out all over the country, these items just disappear. Number two, I wanted to say, as I've said throughout my testimony, that one of the reasons people are doubting the election is because the other side here, the Biden campaign's primary Defense is don't hear the evidence. Don't let them litigate. Don't 
have a court rule on the substance. Let's be honest. That's what's going on. And, and so that's why the public doesn't trust this outcome. It's not about the president. It's about what the other side is doing to intimidate and force people not to listen, not to take the evidence. So what's really going on here? So as the title states, is mob rule ruling our country? Okay, I'll tell you what's going on. What happened on January 20th, 2016, when President Trump was inaugurated? Well, at that time, I was still living in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I remember a bunch of people with masks came down and baseball bats and what uh, bricks and smashed up K Street. For those who don't live in D.C., that's like one of the main downtown streets. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good protest against the president, not. So this kind of intimidation has been going on. And as someone else said, I believe in this hearing, you know, people didn't board up their windows because President Trump supporters were going to smash up the windows. Hello, that's, that's people on the left. Those are people that are directly or indirectly supported by Mr. Biden, Mr. Mobster himself. So don't give me this phony baloney about, you know, oh, yeah, we won the election, all this sanctimonious crap, like you said on Monday, and then trotting out religion. Yes, I'm so religious, and I pray for this nation. Give me a break. Good grief. That is, that is wrong. It's so wrong. So another question is, why didn't any of the state legislators – now, I do understand the seven states on Monday – uh, how do you say? The electors met and are, you know, sending a, I understand, although I haven't seen that they've been registered yet, competing slates of electors. Well, but wasn't the legislature supposed to endorse that slate? Isn't that their mandate? So why didn't these Republican legislators, well, I'm talking about now convening the assembly of the House and Senate in each state, those uh, six states specifically of Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona, and Nevada. And now Nevada's Democrat, let's say, but it doesn't matter. They're people. Don't they have any integrity that convene the legislature and send the slate of electors with the um, vote of the assemblies? Why didn't the assemblymen do that? Okay, well, there's two possibilities. One, they don't think there's election fraud, in which case the people should fire them who elected them. Two, they're afraid to do it because of the reason I stated. They don't want to be doxxed. They don't want to get death threats. They don't want their kids to be harassed or get death threats, etc., etc., etc. This is a real state of America that's going on right now, actually. And this, this started the very day... President Trump was inaugurated, and it's picked up steam. Not among average people, but definitely among the left. So President Trump should keep fighting. And it's very, very wrong for, you know, those in positions like Mitch McConnell to congratulate Biden. Like, doesn't McConnell, how could he be the Senate president? Like he doesn't have a TV, he doesn't have a phone. I mean, like he doesn't, can't hear anything. He didn't listen to any of the hearings. And he's, you know, these people, I mean, 
they're, they don't have any integrity. There's no, where's the integrity? So let's look at this article by um, Daniel Horowitz, which I think is really good. It goes over some of these issues. So here, Mr. Horowitz is saying that in spite of the massive evidence of election fraud that we've been going over, and by the way, I want to preface this with saying that 70% of Republicans and 30% of Democrats, I'm not sure about independents, probably a high number of those, believe the election was fraudulent. And that's amazing considering the media blackout. We're going to go over that in a minute on these, and just denial and really communist Chinese, you know, uh, how do you say, propaganda on this election. So Mr. Horowitz says, sadly, the fix is ready in. Nothing will ever convince them that this election is tainted. Senator Rob Portman said on Monday, the orderly transfer of power is a hallmark of our democracy. Although I support President Trump, the Electoral College vote today make clear that Joe Biden is now president-elect. No, Mr. Portman, it doesn't. What the heck? A third grader could be a better senator than you. This is ridiculous. Again, don't you watch any of, of the hearings? Don't you think for yourself? Or are you controlled by mob rule too? That's crazy. In this article on worldtribune.com that an audit of the Dominion voting machines in Antrim County, Michigan was released by the judge in that case Monday. Now, you may recall Antrim County was a county where 6,000 votes were flipped from, from Trump to Biden. But the county clerk was incredulous that the county could have actually voted for Biden since it went two to one for Trump. And the Secretary of State claims that was due to a clerical error. Well, first of all, if there could be clerical errors flipping 6,000 votes, we need a new voting system. But actually, a forensic examination machine showed that that wasn't the case. And mind-blowing, 68.5% of the ballots were sent to adjudication. What does that mean? When they're adjudicated, that means they can be changed by election workers or who knows who connected to the Internet because the batches and folders can be changed. The ballots are sent somewhere where people in no location can change the vote, DePerno said. And it wasn't done by a couple of interns, as some people have suggested. It's a systematic program designed to generate errors that affect the outcome of the election. And DiPerno added that the Dominion machines were meticulously crafted to do exactly what it did. So that means all of these states where they use the Dominion machines, the machines need to be seized before there are any more data is erased. And also, the logs on these machines for previous elections were there. The change logs have been erased, which is extremely, extremely suspect. This is what claims to be a news article from the Associated Press. By the way, I wouldn't trust anything they put out. Report spreads debunk claims about Dominion machines in Michigan County. Claim. A report released this week in Michigan shows Dominion voting system machines in Antrim County were intentionally designed with inherent errors. Associated Press Assessment. That's false. This is, is actually, it says, a human error, <laughs> which is it's not. 
That was isolated. It's been identified, explained by election officials. Oh, yes, we always believe uh, the Secretary of State in Michigan, the same state that has a communist, I mean, uh, Democratic governor. Facts. There's no evidence of widespread fraud in 2020 elections. Hello, if you believe that, I'll sell you the London Bridge. Election officials have confirmed that there were no serious irregularities and the election went well. This is supposed to be a news article. Who wrote this? The Chinese Communist Party? Well, now, let's go down here. We see that this is part of Associated Press ongoing efforts to fact check. And in fact, they're working with Facebook. Oh, I get it. They're working with Facebook. And who, in fact, funds the Facebook fact-checking program? Well, golly, golly, golly. One of the people funding the fact Facebook fact-checking is the Chinese company TikTok, which is, of course, integrally linked with Chinese Communist Party or, you know, has to operate in accordance with the Chinese Communist Party since all businesses in Communist China do. As Google found out, they can't just put anything on the search engine. It has to be approved. And furthermore, so TikTok is one of the funders through um, lead stories and ByteDance. So it has partnered with those organizations and funded them. Well, great. So when I said it sounds like a communist, communist Chinese story, that's about right. So President Trump needs to move to capture these machines in the sense that they all need to be audited and there's more than enough evidence to do that. And under an emergency order that came out in 2018, President Trump has authority to do that. The director of um, intelligence has to submit a report within 45 days, that's by Friday, of the election, saying if there was uh, credible evidence of foreign interference. And considering that vote, voting tallies are processed in other countries like Spain and that the different machines are hooked to the Internet and that uh, logs are missing of changes on this one machine means that that has to be investigated on all the machines. And, in fact, in Nevada, those investigating for President Trump, the irregularities there were blocked from any uh, audit of the machines. So these machines need to be seized under this um, emergency order or any other order or way that President Trump can do it. And it's not just an option, it's essential. So he needs to do it, and he needs to do it now. So he needs to take these steps. It's incredibly insidious, as we shared in the beginning clip, how corrupted our justice system has come. As you know, William Barr has now been excused, I guess, uh, fired, resigned from his position as um, attorney general. He didn't do diddly squat. Did he ever prosecute Clinton for all her improprieties and emails and every other kind of crime? No. Was anyone ever prosecuted? For, you know, convicting Michael Flynn and lying? Was anyone ever prosecuted for spying on President Trump's campaign? So the, our system is corrupted. And the majority of Americans, as I point out, want to know the truth. 
And in fact, if it wasn't for the media blackout, would the if it wouldn't be so serious, laughable, you know, uh, fact checked by AP. I mean, the Communist Chinese could have written that, and as I pointed out, they probably did. I mean, that, that's not a fact check. That's just propaganda. It's like somebody who's a criminal coming out, and the court's proven all of everything he's done, and they say, "Oh no, everything's fine. I'm fine. Yes, oh." No, nothing's wrong. So, I mean, that's crazy. So, you know, we shouldn't be, you know, I guess, how do you say, naive, as, as was said by President Trump's lawyer this morning in the Senate hearings. And I'm doing this on December 16th, on this snowy day. I pray that snow represents the cleansing of this nation. We badly need it. That um, we so need transparency. We so need truth. And speaking of truth, you know, this is part one of a two-part series. So tomorrow I'm going to bring out the second part. I'm going to be talking about how, you know, especially Christianity in the United States here, really worldwide, but in the end in the United States, it's been decimated because they did not accept the new truth of the last days that that Reverend Sum Young Moon bought. And um, we're going to be looking at that, what's, what's really going on. So that's all, all really part of it, you know, that, you know, a truth was brought and Christianity is declining and divided because it didn't accept the truth. But you, my friend, can. And part of it is understanding these facts, listen to my show, listen to my 10-part series on the family root, absolute sexual ethics, my series on COVID-19, the great fraud, the COVID-19 agenda, which, of course, also became really part and parcel of the great fraud, the 2020 election agenda. But this is not going to succeed. N-O-T. So President Trump, you keep fighting. You keep fighting. We're with you. We're with you. We're with you. Mitch McConnell, you need to retire. You are going to be removed from office. You're not a real Republican. And all these other Republicans who don't can't even speak up for their constituents and these Republican legislators these different states they still need they need to get on make a floor resolution or whatever the legal terminology is to to uh how do you say stand behind and send the electors in their states why aren't the pennsylvania republicans doing that yes i know they're good republicans but i'm talking about the leader of the house leader of the senate convening all the legislators and taking a vote to send the slate of electors. That's what needs to happen. It can still happen. January 6th is the joint session. And you need to be contacting your legislators now, specifically your U.S. senators and U.S. congressmen, and telling them you want them to object to the fraudulent votes in those six, at least six, probably many more states, and that you will not accept having your vote nullified by all this fraud that's going on, whether it be mail-in fraud of hundreds of thousands, mail-in ballots, voting machine fraud, dead people fraud, and all kinds of other election fraud. So on this beautiful snowy day, I do wish you God's blessing, and we will win this. We will win it just like David knocked out Goliath. We are winning. President Trump is winning. He will win. We will never. We are the people. We'll never ever, ever, except the fraudulent election of Joseph Biden. Never, ever, ever will we accept his election. 
he knows he's fraudulent. That's why, like, in his address, he's a little irritated, like, oh, why don't you accept the fraud? Well, if he wants to be honest and transparent, he should, as I've said repeatedly, be investigating this fraud. Otherwise, he's a fraud. Of course, he's not going to because that would show that he didn't win the election, which he didn't. And he's not going to win the election. So, I am your host, and he has not won it. And he will not be stepping into the White House because President Trump has legitimately won. But as I said, it's much more than just about President Trump. It's about the very fate of our country. If we can't have trust in our election system or rule by mob rule, yeah, mob rule. Are these are the people Democratic Party wants ruling our country? A bunch of rioters smashing up windows. And don't tell me it's otherwise. That started on the very first day, January 20, 2016. It never stopped. So, legislators, do not be intimidated. And do not be fake. And we will see you tomorrow for a second installment. I'm your host, Rich Urban, coming to you from snowy and beautiful Harpersbury, West Virginia. We'll see you tomorrow, and do be blessed.